ねねねねね Hello and welcome to Spilling the Tea with Mrs. Hayden, Mrs. Becker, and Mrs. Gunnermaker. It's so lovely to have you here. How are you guys? Perfect. How are you? Can you spill some tea? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always. Just not on me. Well, I think it was the first or second day of school I spilled tea all over my nice shirt. So, you know, it can only get worse from there. So we are here to talk about things that are going to make eighth grade and school in general easier for you guys out there. And so for my lesson, I want to discuss poetry. Because every year I have kids come and they go, I don't like poetry. And I said, it's just been taught to you wrong. All right, let me fix that for you. So first off, everybody loves poetry. I don't care who you are. If you're listening to music, you're listening to poetry. And I may not like country, except for certain people. So I see, you know, you give me a face over there, Mrs. Schoonemaker. Uh, Dolly Parton, <laughs> obviously, is allowed. Okay. Always. She transcends all yes. genres. She is America's sweetheart. Um, but if you, whether you listen to classic rock, heavy metal, like uh, Mrs. Becker over here, um, obviously like classic rock over here for me and country for you. You listen to everything, though, Mrs. Mrs. Gutemaker. Um, you are listening to poetry, just with music behind it, which is nice. And then if you like watching Disney and princess movies, they're singing Disney princess songs. And again, it's poetry. So, yeah, princesses. We know how I feel about princesses. So I just want to say that there are some easy ways to be the most amazing poet out there. The first is to just write a sentence that is descriptive. So I wrote one already for us. The weeping willow swayed in the breeze. That is a sentence. Hooray. Yes, it's very hard. And so when it comes to poetry, the, the reason it looks different and feels different is because you cut that apart over multiple like sentence lines, right? So you can take that sentence and you can take the words individually and move them around on the page and everybody makes a different look of their poem. So if Mrs. Becker takes the weeping willow swayed in the breeze, it might all be one line. And technically that's just a sentence. That's not a poem. You tried, but it's not a poem, Mrs. Becker. Maybe Miss Schoonemaker cuts it in half. And so we have the weeping willow is on one line and then swayed in the breeze, second line. Now we are getting close to a poem. But you have to enjoy the space for real poetry. That's what we call concrete poetry. You can see it's physical. So I took it and I made this beautiful poem here. Okay. Our listeners cannot see it, but this is poetry. So we have the weeping with a capital W on the first line. Then the word willow is below it, kind of indented a little bit. Third line is the word swayed and it's really indented over to the right. And then the final line says in the breeze period. And so what I'm trying to do here is concretely or physically show that the willow is swaying, right? So you see the sways because all the lines are broken apart and the words are kind of all over the place. But another way to hack writing your poetry is to just personify stuff. If you capitalize random words, you have made them humanistic. People think you're amazing if you capitalize the word weeping and the word breeze. Why is it capitalized? There's something deep to this. And you just go, mm-hmm, turn the caps button on. Oops, but now I made poetry. It's always my joke. And he put the weeping by itself. Why is it by itself? Who's crying? Why is it crying? It's so deep. Symbolism. So that's the beauty of poetry is that you can totally fabricate it and it looks amazing and difficult. So when it comes to poetry, you listen to music, you obviously love poetry because it's lyric poetry. If you take a sentence and chop it apart and put them on random lines, you have made concrete poetry. If you want to go a little more abstract, 
capitalize some of the words, people are going to lose their minds. Really got to move. Oh, what did you do here? I love math more than taking a bath. Wow. Numbers are my friends. Agree or it's the ends. Oh, boy. I made a poem. <laughs> and it rhymes. <laughs> I was just going to say, you don't have to rhyme. That's the beauty of poetry, too. But a lot of kids only like poetry when it rhymes because we're Dr. Seussian, which is totally fine. I prefer rhyming poetry myself. But I made a sentence turn into a beautiful poem. This would be published right here because the word willows by itself and the word suede by itself and it's past tense. Why did it sway past tense? Is it gone? What was weeping? See, you start questioning it and you seem so smart. I just took a sentence and chopped it apart. That's all I did. And I just rhymed there. See, poetry is easy. Thank you, Mrs. Becker, for your poem. I appreciated it. There's more where that comes from. Of course there is. <laughs> so uh, we all say we don't like poetry, but you can love poetry by just finding some quick hacks to it. There you go. That is my spilling the tea for poetry. You rhymed again. I know. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Everyone say goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>